Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Well, it's springtime in Salt Lake, folks. And it's Thank God I'm Atheist. <laughs> the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up on today's episode, Habemus Papam! What? Did you just cast a spell on me? <laughs> what did you just do? Habemus Papam! That's what they say. That's oh. We have a Pope. Oh. That's I thought you said Expecto Patronum for a second. No, that's... Um, it's Latin. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Roman church. They like the Latin. They like they like Latin. Latin American, even. They, now they like Latin Americans. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Huh. There you go. Fancy that. Yeah, so we'll, we're going to talk a little bit about the Pope. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Hopefully we're able to shed some light on it in ways that you haven't already been inundated with. Right. So, but well, whatever. I don't think we'll shed any light. I think we'll just have It'll fun. It'll just be us. We'll, okay, we'll just cool. have fun. All right, that, that's all we're that's all we're here for. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, <sighs> Dan. Yes. Um. Speaking of the Vatican, <laughs> yes. just super quick. Let's just get this one out of the way, uh, okay? Because it is delightful. <laughs> um. Apparently, I don't know if you know this, but the Catholic Church, uh, specifically the Vatican, uh, owns part of a a, a building. That houses a, a a gay bathhouse, a huge gay bathhouse, a huge gay bathhouse, like the biggest one in Europe, isn't it? Ooh, definitely the biggest one in Italy, I think. Yeah, um, it's called Europa Multi Club. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it features Turkish bath or a Turkish bath, mm. sauna, whirlpool, and massage area. <gasps> that sounds so fancy. Yeah, you know what's funny is that I'm obviously not gay. And not interested, really. In obviously, tur- Dan? Well, obviously in the sense that we've been talking about which one of us is gay oh, since okay. we started this right. thing. Oh, okay. Uh, because I would say you're obviously... <laughs> it's not if, obvious. If you meet me as a stranger, it is not at all clear what my uh, what my sexuality is. No. But, however, what I'm saying is, though I am not gay, uh, I just because the Catholic Church... Is so, like this is such a bit of a, a scandal. I kind of want to go to this bathhouse. Oh, I bet it's fantastic. I just want to go there. I, I want to go there in a priest uniform, in a priest outfit. Well, they probably, considering that they have something called a dove party, you might be right at home. Yes. Yeah, they have dove parties. I don't know what doves are. They have bear parties. <laughs> uh-huh. I know what bears are. Yeah. But I don't know what doves are. Dove parties? A dove party. It's, a dove is like a twink with wings. <laughs> Probably is that simple. Yeah. Oh boy. Lots lots of people dressed in white. White. Maybe? It's a white party with feathers. A white party with feathers. Mm. That that's already a white party. I know a white party is a white party yeah. with feathers. That's yeah. true. I, um, anyways. Um yeah, it's um but it is it's, here's what I don't get is that the article keeps saying how close it is to the Vatican, how close it is to the Vatican, but um there's the the the, the club's website um says that it's on uh, via carducci number two um and it, it describes the neighborhood as a safe and quiet neighborhood home to institutions and ministries a few steps from termini station which isn't really that close to the vatican okay well, but nonetheless when i first encountered it like the 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 thing that was re- referencing this article was like you know gay bathhouse right next to the <laughs> vatican right 
I mean, if you define well, but, next to the Vatican as being in the city of Rome, right? Exactly. Then yes, it is right it's, next to the Vatican. It's way closer to the Vatican than we are right now. Oh, you know, yeah. It's like right near there. Which means, of course, that there are priests just <laughs> going in and out of this place. Well, isn't it? I mean, isn't the Catholic stake in that building? Don't, aren't they housing priests there? They're housing priests. Um, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, which is problematic. This seems they, seems like there's some problems. There's potential for problems here. We fa- have Father, do you sex smell- deprived ministry? Father, do you smell Astroglide? I think <laughs> is that what that is. <laughs> he knows the brand. <laughs> no, that's that's. I don't know. I'm trying to come up with another gay lube brand, and I can't come up with one. Oh, wasn't there that, one that's... called like Gunmetal or something like that? Gun something gun. I don't. I don't know. I know Astroglide. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, not, apparently, neither of us are up on our on, on our gay lubricants. That's okay. <sighs> yeah, I forgive both of us. Anyways, um, was there anything else I wanted to address with us? I don't know. But. Yeah, I'm gonna move uh, on. Anyways, anyway. just in light of the fact that Benedict right. possibly resigned due to a powerful gay lobby, it's who knows? Who knows? It makes me want to go there and say, In nomine patri et fili et spiritus sancti, cannonball! <laughs> what? Into the bath! Yeah, okay. Splash! <laughs> have some fun! Yeah, I bet they do have fun. Come on. Come on. Let's... You know they have fun. Oh, in Rome, yeah. the gay community, uh, if you're not having fun with Catholics yeah. and Catholic iconography and blah, 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 you're missing a good opportunity. Absolutely. There. Because you... here in Salt Lake, they've got to have, they, they it's must, all, it's always like, you, you got to have like a confession booth in the gay bathhouse mm, where, oh, you, where you go a in glory hall with a glory hall. Sure. <laughs> why not? That's exactly what it is. Uh, Tell me your sins. While I do this to you. <laughs> oh, that's silly. Okay, uh, let's move on. Silliness. Oh, yeah, we've never been accused of... We, shoot, we've dipped into silly on, the, on our show? No! Um, religious people. Mm. You've, you've heard of them. And yes. you've also heard of atheists. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a new study comparing and contrasting the two oh. uh, and their uh, charitable giving. Mm. And it says that religious people are less driven by compassion than are atheists and agnostics. How do, how do they determine that? Uh, well, here's what they did. They took, um, they, well, they did a bunch of stuff and some of the experiments I'm not, I, I find their methodologies eh, minorly sketchy. Not okay. not not really sketchy, but okay. but okay. I don't know. You know, uh, but what they did was they uh, the they went to they they took re- people of religious or non religious persuasion uh-huh. and they uh, set, put them into several different situations uh, in which they would like, for instance, they would give give them sort of fake money uh-huh. and then give them the opportunity. To give that money away, <laughs> I don't know. It's all—it's fake money. Yeah, it's they, like they're giving... so, so like they would give them ten fake dollars and told that they could give as much as they liked to a stranger, and then and found that, and then they like <laughs> they like they found that they'd be more likely to 
they'd see if you were more like or more or less likely to give more after you watched a compassionate video. Okay. If this is like this is how they found out <laughs> the atheists are more compassionate. Like atheists just more likely were saw through the bullshit of this whole thing. Well, no, like, I mean I I don't know that. I mean technically they did give more fake money. Fake money after they saw an emotional video. <laughs> Which means that we're just saps maybe. Uh, we atheists as opposed to the the religious well, I mean like did they um, What they're they, finding is that the religious are more uh more likely to give based on like just sort of their association with the group. So like they'll give to something that their church is giving oh, to or right. whatever. Right, right, right. Whereas they, a, a stronger a, connection to their community. Right. Whereas atheists are, are more likely to give based on compassion for a plight. A specific plight incident. Right. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. I, I still, don't know what it means. I mean I I certainly don't I think that the human impulse is to help others. Yeah. Naturally. I want to get my hands on one of these videos, <laughs> show it to a round of people, I won't watch it, and then play Monopoly with them. Mm. And see if I can win. <laughs> see see, see if you can I manipulate. I usually the, win Monopoly. See if you can manipulate the situation. I, what you have to do is make yourself a charity case. Yeah. <laughs> never. Oh, shoot. I never get... Boardwalk. Oh. I never get park place. Oh, I'm no. Oh, I. I don't think I'm gonna get any houses on this board at all. Would you, Would, <laughs> would you, somebody lend me a house? Would you take pity on me and let me buy? Uh, you know. What what what's one Marvin Marvin Garden? Can I can I buy that off of you? I'm yeah. just I'm gonna do so badly anyway. Yeah. Maybe I can just have one little corner <laughs> of my own. I mean, if it's all about just fake money, that's where my mind went. It is amazing to me how. We as humans are how easy it is because what's funny is that this experiment kind of works. Mm. Like people do give more. Like why if you got ten fake dollars and they're study, you know that they're studying giving. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give all of your money no matter what happens? Yeah. Why are you keeping any of your fake dollars? Well, maybe they like what they needed to do was have like prizes at the end that you could buy for yourself. Oh, right. So like. If you get a better lunch at the end of it, if you have more money left, right? Well, then, I have seen then, that. Then it actually has value, that right. fake money. I have seen that kind of experiment done. Like, I've seen this, just, this modality of experiment done before where it's like, I give you this fake currency and how much are you... It's, it's the old... It's, isn't it usually with, like, chimps or something? Like, no, 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 no. It's like there's the one... There's a really fascinating experiment where somebody... Where a person is given, like, $20. Uh-huh. And then they are allowed to chew to, and then there. So there's two participants in the room. Uh-huh. One of them's given twenty bucks, right? And the other one, and they say to the other one, "Okay, so that the person who's given the money is meant to give to offer a percentage of that money to mm. the other person, right? And the other person can either accept the percentage of money, and if they do, then they both get to keep it. This is real money, actually. Oh. Now that I think about it, okay, it's a real twenty dollars okay. in ones, okay." No, I don't think anyone has to dance for it or anything. I just they don't think, have to make it rain. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. But, but you know, so the so person A chooses how much to offer person B. If person B accepts that offer, they both keep the money and walk away. Oh, okay. If person B rejects that offer, nobody gets any money. Ew. And what's amazing is, even though... If I offer you one dollar, that's more money than I had. It's more money that you had than you had. Uh-huh. But in general, 
people would reject an, what they perceived as an unfair offer. <laughs> Like they won't reject if they're offered nine dollars, they'll be like, "You're a dick." Or to, or, or, or even if they're offered eight dollars, uh-huh. they're more likely to take it. But if they're offered a dollar, they reject and nobody gets any money. Oh my god! This was a this was a fairness That's experiment. Amazing. It's really interesting. They'd it, rather be fair than have a dollar than, than they didn't have yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! That's amazing. I need fairness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, speaking of fairness, yeah. um, Americans, according to a new study... Oh, I hate that. Um, oh, wait. No. Sorry. Go on. Is, oh, okay. I'm kidding. Oh. I love Americans. Oh, damn. Not all of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now Americans, um, according to this study, see gay marriage as inevitable. A majority of Americans. 64%. Um, well, they're better America. considering it's happening in many parts well, of the country. Yeah, I mean that's true, but <laughs> but they but, see like, they see universally mm-hmm. like, like it being used. For, yeah, and what's interesting about this and like the number doesn't really surprise me that much. It seems kind of to confirm what I was already sort of feeling and thinking. But uh, what I do find really interesting about it, why I wanted to bring it up, is that this is um, it was done by the Lifeway Research, which is mm. a um, it's a Nashville polling firm with ties to the Southern Baptist Convention. Oh. So it's a conservative group. And, you know, it's so, I mean, there's so much out there about, you know, um, and, and we know that depending on what organization's doing the polls, there's usually a slant. Right. So for them to be coming out and saying, well, two-thirds of the country, almost two-thirds of the country, you know, see this as an inevitability is really interesting yeah um now of course they they do say that that doesn't mean that they approve right right seeing as an inev- gay marriage as as inevitable doesn't mean that people actually approve of it but right. um, well and they're really right because studies have shown that while now a majority of americans do believe that gay marriage is a good idea that majority mm-hmm. is not two thirds. It's like just over fifty percent. Yeah, fifty three percent, according to Gallup, um, in de- this most recent December, mm. uh, showed that fifty three percent of Americans support gay marriage. Right. So, so I mean, they're right that that believing in its inevitability does not mean condoning it. Right. Uh, but it is interesting that believing in the inevitability means that it becomes very likely because when mm. you believe that something's inevitable you kind of you don't give into it. it yeah yeah why would why would you fight it if it's well, just going to happen what's what's interesting about this to me is just that it seems like more americans than i would give credit for in my brain mm-hmm. are pragmatic mm. and and understand that it and and see it for what it is because mm. clearly it is inevitable hmm. i don't think I, I mean any student of history will know this is going to happen. Yeah. It's it is inevitable. It will happen. Yeah. It's a rights issue. Right. So but more Americans see that than I would have than I would have predicted. Yeah. In fact, here's funny. Uh Catholics are the most in favor of same-sex marriage among Christian groups at 54%. Oh, American yeah. Catholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does that makes sense to me. Yeah. American Catholics are 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 fairly well established as not being in line with Catholicism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you go. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but there was something interesting um, down here. Ryan Anderson 
um, who's a fellow at the Heritage Foundation, mm. um, said that not everybody understands the issue, oh. which means that they can't be certain. Um, so this is this is him him talking. Uh, there hasn't been effective articulation for the case for traditional marriage. We're just now having a national conversation of what marriage is. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? We just barely come came out. <laughs> I just heard about this whole thing yesterday. Yeah, I've never heard even. I, what the who? <laughs> We're only now starting to understand marriage, people. We we I know that it seems like we all have been talking had a about pretty it. good idea about what marriage is. Just now. Have we finally figured it out that it involves um, humans? Humans. <laughs> you know what's and, funny and to me is that I, I almost agree that we don't know what marriage is. Like at this point, well, it, it we've doesn't never mean, known what marriage. It doesn't is. mean anything that it used to mean. Right. It used to be. It used to be about property. Uh-huh. It used to be about political clout. It used to be about a lot of things from a European perspective. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and and of course that's where I'm coming from. I right. mean in different parts of the world obviously it meant entirely different things. Right. So no, we don't know what the fuck yeah. marriage is. Yeah. I read this this book called uh Marriage a History mm. um a number of years ago for a film that I was working on. Right. And um yeah there's some wacky crazy like the it, this this current idea of what marriage is in America mm. that's being, you know, you know, promoted by people like this Ryan Anderson, and it's is, the way marriage has always been. And it's the way that it's always been is such a limited and new understanding of marriage, right? Like it's brand new, nothing to do with the, according to the history, actual of the history. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like there the, there was this this group in China that still exists. They're called the Na. Okay, they still practice family structures this way which is they have it's a it's it's matriarchal okay kind of right um so you have a household that's made up of um your mother and her sisters okay okay and they are the ones who care for and raise the children who are born in that house communally Okay. Okay. The men of that house. So far, it's big love. Go off. And there's no man in that house that procreates with any of the women in that house. The men go off and have girlfriends at different houses. And, and, and maybe they have just one, maybe they have five. It doesn't really matter, but they go and they have relations. That sounds meaning they have sex. Right. And, and, and perhaps even a relationship. right? Right. Sure. And that man will be an uncle to that house it sounds so darwinian yeah it's fantastic spreading the seed that sounds oh, yeah. really, really really smart uh-huh. actually i mean not now you know there i don't know how you circumnavigate how you navigate the emotional side of this but i kind of like it well apparently it works it's what the lions they've do. made it work it's what it's what a lot actually great apes it's similar to, to a lot of great ape societies really? i think i think that there are there are several where where the males go from sort of female to female but don't mm. Don't stick around to the for yeah. The, they're, for the they're, kids and stuff. They are involved in the raising of their sisters' kids oh, in their own home. That's where they live is with the women of their own house. Oh, right. I you know I, I got to say as a straight man, there is an appeal. <laughs> <laughs> there is something appealing about that. Yeah, 
Yeah. Especially since my sister's a lesbian, so I wouldn't even have to worry about, like, <laughs> raising any kids. No. I, I, I get to go around just uh, screwing girls. I like it. All right. Done. Wow. I'm okay. now gnaw. Okay. I'll don't tell, t- don't I'll tell, tell my Andrea. Wife. No, no, don't. <laughs> just go. Just go, Dan. I'll just... Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, hey, you remember last week we talked about <clears throat> the really interesting relationship between... Or the re- the really interesting statements made by Ahmadinejad mm. about Hugo Chavez. <laughs> yes. Well, so apparently he was he he was fond of the guy. Yeah, he, they, they... <laughs> and believes that he'll rise up with Jesus. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. That's well, nice. he now now Ahmadinejad's in a bit of trouble. Why? He was he was caught photographed at no less oh no uh consoling uh chavez's mother by like like touching her face what and you know holding her hand that is a big no-no it's a huge no-no for 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 a muslim yeah yeah his his cheek against her cheek Oh my god. Yeah, apparently in 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 Islam you're not allowed to touch a a woman who is not a member of your close family. Oh my god. There's no touchy. It's oh a strict god. law, but uh he was willing to break it for his friend Ugo and his mama. <laughs> What's great about this? So yeah, he's he was in a lot of hot water in Iran. Yeah. And that. then so he actually returned home. Yeah. After this, I think so. Yeah, I mean, to, to, to pay the piper. Well, and then the piper, the spin doctoring started, which is great. Oh, what did they say? They said it was photoshopped. No, they said way. no. This never happened. At first, they said that. Then they came up. Then a picture emerged that's the same photo, but instead of Mrs. Chavez, it's some dude. And the, the second photo is the one that's clearly photoshopped. <laughs> And the dude looks vaguely like, I mean, I don't know, he's just some old bald guy. But yeah, they clearly photoshopped it so that it looks like, uh, and then they're like, this is the real picture. Some some crazy American's trying to slander him by by saying he offered solace to this woman. I mean, it's so... What's, it's it's absurd. It is absurd. It's absurd. I love that he's in hot water for it, but what a <laughs> stupid rule! Yeah, yeah. You, you're, come on, your religion Islam. has dumb rules. Yeah. Oh, we know. We've already covered that. Yeah, we got a lot of dumb rules. Ah, <sighs> this is just you know dumb rule number five hundred and seventy-three. So he cannot. Boy, being Muslim would suck. It would suck. It would absolutely suck. It would be no fun. You can't. They don't. They can't be around dogs. You have to be aware of which direction you're pointing when you poo and pee. You got, you, there's too much. It yeah, is too you have to much. Sit when you pee as a man. Yeah. I mean, come on. It is so awesome to be able to stand and pee. <laughs> and what do you do in the woods? You, you're supposed to squat and get as close to the ground as possible. Psh, fuck but make that. sure you're not pointing toward Remeka. Hell no. Hell no. Yeah. That's just not going to happen. Rude. Yeah. There's too many rules. I think that's why they're all so angry. Yeah, no kidding. They've got too many. I'd be angry too. I would be annoyed a lot of the time. You know, and yeah, maybe that's it. You know, every time somebody says they hate us for our freedom, (laughs) my eyes roll pretty far. (laughs) But maybe it's not about like freedom in the sense of like, you know, political freedom. We have the right to do X, Y, and Z. It's freedom in the sense of like, we don't have to worry about which direction we're peeing. (laughs) 
and we can touch a woman if we want to, and yeah. nobody comes down hard on us. Right. Especially, w- especially, it's at like a man's funeral. Yeah, and he's he's comforting an old lady. Yeah, and mm. that's somehow bad. Yeah. No. <laughs> What's really interesting is that in the photo, Ahmadinejad looks genuinely upset. I'm sure he was. He looks like he's he's on the verge of tears. You know what? I actually believed the the, the their friendship. Yeah. You don't always oh, believe yeah. these kind of high profile international friendshipy things, right? right? Like you don't know really what Tony Blair thought of George <laughs> Bush. Like you re- you just don't. Right. No, you no, don't. No. Right? No. But I I believe I bought this one. I believed it. Oh, absolutely. I mean the fact that I mean he's in trouble because of it now. Yeah. Yeah. He's comforting mama. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. <sighs> well, well, there you sad. go. So he had to apologize and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> well, here's something that somebody probably should apologize for. Oh yeah. In advance mm. of, of even doing it, oh. there should be an apology. Well, well um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologize in advance of the story just because I, I'm nervous now. <laughs> no, Sarah Palin. Uh, <laughs> I just you that's all you had to say. Just the name. <laughs> she um she's writing another book. Oh, goody. And this one is uh I, I believe it's set to come out uh probably this fall or <laughs> you know, that would make sense considering the topic. Is it called she's, Views of Russia? N- no. Oh. She's writing a um the title of the book is A Happy Holiday is a Merry Christmas. <laughs> so she's jumping into the, the, war, on the war on christmas issue well a little late she's kind of a johnny come lately yeah well or early anyway i mean when is it due to be released oh i don't know sometime uh november actually. oh okay okay yeah yeah that makes sense i was but, gonna but, say but no this this last year was kind of a turning point in the war on Christmas, you, from you my think, perspective. You think? It felt like a lot of the conservative types who normally are, 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 are saying their stupid things about Christmas have kind of, kind of got a little laid back about it. Yeah, because it's, kind of, it's boring. It's run its it, course. Yeah. What, more, what more do they have to say? But maybe, maybe she's found some new shit to, st- to say. She's mm. going to... It's perfect. They've run out of shit to say about the war on Christmas, and now she's stirring the pot. Well, this is what she has to say in a statement released by her publisher, okay, Harper Collins. <laughs> um, so she says, um, amidst the fragility of this politically correct era, it is imperative that we stand up for our beliefs before the element of faith in a glorious and traditional holiday like Christmas is marginalized and ignored. No, she's not saying anything new. No, she's not. She has no new perspective on this. Of course, she doesn't. But at least there'll be. At least Fox News will have somebody to interview about it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess she gets to do that. <laughs> She'd be like going rogue at Christmas. <laughs> going, going. A happy holiday is a merry Christmas. First of all, the title's completely wrong. You could say a merry Christmas is a happy holiday, right? But it, but to say a happy really Easter's Every, a merry yeah, Christmas, yeah. Easter's a happy holiday. You stupid. She's a she is a stupid woman. <laughs> like there are plenty of people with whom I disagree, but I would never call them stupid. Right. She's a genuinely dumb person. Yeah. And it makes me disres- it makes me less respectful of of Alaskans because mm. they elected her. Yeah. I feel I 
Ugh, she's dumb. Yeah. She is just dumb. Yeah. You know what the difference bet- bet- is between a, 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 a pit bull and a hockey mom? Hockey moms are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> or at least in that way. So she said the book will be fun, festive, and thought-provoking. Festive? Uh-huh. Oh, yay. I, I, I think... <laughs> I like that she's going for the fun and festive mm-hmm. route. Yeah. And uh, she says... I'll that... bet she tells some personal stories about Christmas. Oh, I hope so. Mm. We were Christmas all gathered around reading The Christmas Sweater by Glenn Beck. And we <laughs> we, we realized the true, me- the true meaning of Christmas. Oh, no. Which is killing elk or yeah. something. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that's something to look forward to. Thank you. Mm, I appreciate yeah. that. I thought that it was important news. Do you know what's something not to look forward times. to? What? Oh, no. What? What? Don't look forward to uh, St. Patrick's Day coming up in a couple days. Why not? I love St. Patrick's Day. No, you are an atheist. You don't get to love (laughs) St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day? It's not a religious holiday. St. Patrick's Day? What is religious about St. Patrick's Day? He's the patron. It's the saint's day of the patron saint of Ireland. Mm. Anyway. That's that's doubtful. (laughs) Okay, but not to the organizers of the St. Patty's Day parade in Kansas City, it's not. What? They They have officially rejected... The uh, the Kansas City Atheist the- Coalition's float <laughs> for the parade. <laughs> no, sir. We will not be having any atheists what? in our parade. Ew. They're uh, they they they're <laughs> the uh, the the statement uh, from the committee uh, said Kansas City's parade celebrates the feast of Saint Pat the feast day of Saint Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland. And the Christian teachings and beliefs that he lived and suffered for. The Atheist Coalition's published mission is to advance godlessness through activism, and its stated intent regarding the 2013 parade was to carry banners with phrases such as positively godless and morals without mythology. It was, it was with respect to the legacy of St. Patrick that the parade committee turned down the Atheist Coalition's application. To okay. Participate. If there is a single member of this parade committee who isn't going to be fall down drunk by 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, that's how you celebrate that. Then, that. <laughs> then, then St. Patrick would have they it no might other have, way. They might have a leg to stand on with this. There's not a, there's nothing in, in the Bible that says you can't get drunk. There's nothing, there's nothing un-Catholic. What about... I'm saying is that the way that, that <laughs> what St. Patrick's day is all about is, is, Going out, going to some stupid parade, and then drinking a shit ton. And get and yelling a lot. And yelling a lot. Yeah. Well it's that's like what it's become about. But that's they're, what it is. They're getting back to the reason for the season. Oh. Which really? is getting drunk yeah. for Jesus. Maybe they should have Sarah Palin write that book. They should. Yeah. That's exactly what needs it. except she's not Catholic. Oh. She's like she's some not even born again or whatever. Yeah. But still, she could write the book. I mean, they, they she's need just to writing f- it for political reasons anyway. Right. They need to find... Well, you know who needs to write the book? Bill O'Reilly. Bill O. Get Bill O on it. <laughs> Come on, Bill O. You got a book to write, my friend. The that atheists, will be way better than anything else you've ever written. The atheists are trying to get your, your St. Patty. They're trying to get it. They're trying to infiltrate. You better get on it. 
<laughs> I call on Bill O'Reilly to write this book because uh, I that's a book I would enjoy. Yeah. I, I guarantee you I would enjoy that book. Whatever yeah. he has to say in it, whatever <laughs> he comes up with, I'm going to have a good time with that. Yeah, yeah. I agree. There you go. Well, Seriously, though. Don't go to KC, people. Yeah. Get get your Boring. drunk. Get your drunk on somewhere else. They're take they're they're trying to take this the the Patrick out of St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> no. They're well we, I don't even know. The atheists are trying to take the saint out of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And just keep it Patrick's Patrick's drunken fun day. Yeah. Drunky fun day. They should go the, the, You know what? All of you KC people need to need, need to bop on up to Chicago. I hear they make the river green. Yeah. That'd be fun. Hmm. No. That's not fun to you? I don't know. The greening of the river? It seems a little silly. It's very silly. <laughs> it's intensely silly. Only a place where they value drunkenness would come up with something like that. Mm. Sounds fun to me. Mm. All right. Anyway. We'll go for it. Yep. KC. All right. What else you got? No, that's it. Oh, is that it? Did yeah. we do it? Yeah. That's... We have completed <laughs> our Section stories. one. Think so, God I'm Atheist is now complete. <laughs> Please advance your film strip one notch. Boop. <laughs> and anyone under the age of 30 will not understand what the hell we just did. Uh, all right. Well, Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist is a way to like us. And a fun place to hang out. Mm-hmm. You can just go there as though it were an actual space in space time. Yeah. And you can just chill there yeah it's nice um or you can write to us if you're if if you're angry about or mm. if you're happy about something if you're happy and you know it then write to thank god i'm athe- or it's podcast sorry podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com or leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442 yeah then you get to talk to us and everything yeah. there's all kinds of fun things to do well, here is, we're going to listen to a clip of televangelist Robert Jeffress mm. on TBN. That's the Trinity Broadcast Network for you folks out there. Um, a program called Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hells yeah. <laughs> Sounds good to and me. I, I, I believe this clip stands on its own. Beyond okay. that explanation right there, that is Christian TV. Roll the clip. Here we go. Jesus said, here's God's standard, any deviation from that, whether it's adultery, whether it's premarital sex, or unbiblical divorce, or homosexuality, all of those things are variations from God's standards. But the reason God gave us that standard is not because He hates us, it's because He loved us. He said, you know what, here's how sex operates the very best. I want you to think about this. One time in heaven, God was sitting up there with His sketch pad, And he said, you know, I'm going to design human beings, and would it be fun if they started doing this together and one with one another? I mean, think about it. God dreamed up sex. He thought it up for our enjoyment. He gave us the equipment to enjoy it with. And he said, here is how it operates. It ought to be be between a man and a woman, and it should be in the security of a marriage relationship. And that's yeah. why God designed it that way. Yeah. It's just like, you know, uh, I had a TV repairman out at my house today. And, you know, uh, he was repairing the TV. It was a television set I'd bought several years ago. And, you know, in the instruction manual, it said, now, plug this into a 120 outlet. Mm-hmm. Suppose I said, oh, I'm not going to follow those instructions. Those are antiquated instructions. I'm going to plug it into a 220 outlet. It's my TV, and I can do whatever I want to with it. Yeah. 
Well, it is my TV to do what I want to with it, but I'm going to blow that TV to smithereens if yeah. I put it in a 220 yes. outlet. Wow. <laughs> hmm. I like this guy. <laughs> I like it. Apparently. Like a little bit of an anatomy lesson there. Yeah, apparently. Hmm. As, as you said before, I'll let you say it. Say your joke. I don't remember my joke. You, what said, did I say? you said apparently the butthole's a 220 outlet. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. And apparently. If I plug into that one, I'll be blown to smithereens. Huh. Yeah. What I love about this is that it, it's testably, it's testable. He says mm, he mm-hmm. says that the way it works, that God built it for fun. Yeah. And that the way it works is be, is between a man and a woman. Well, I got news for you, buddy. I have lots of friends who have plenty of fun, mm-hmm. and they're not doing it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm just saying. Mm. That's just that's just so funny. I I just love that. Because usually what you hear from the religious types is that this shit's not a playground, people. That's for procreating. Yeah, no, that's true, yeah. You don't hear that. You don't hear the, isn't this fun? Right. Isn't sex fun? Well, I just love all the nervous and <laughs> giggles from the audience. <laughs> right, right, right. They're just yes. like, yeah. They're like, is he allowed <laughs> to say that? <laughs> this is TBN. Right, exactly. I, I mean, honestly, he's, he, he's made his own counter-argument. Yeah. yeah, it's if it's if often it, the case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if it's about fun, I got news for you. Mm. There's plenty of ways to do it that have nothing to do with uh, what you're, yeah, what you seem to be, yeah, pleased with. Yeah, well, we he, don't. He was very proud of himself. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The TV thing was especially cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to know where initially when he was like, "I had a TV repairman over," and I was like, "Mm-hmm, liar." Mm-hmm. First of all, a TV repairman is an increasingly like scarce thing anyway, because you can usually buy a new TV for about what you'd sure. pay for a repairman. And house calls? And house calls, yeah. That's yeah. the second thing. Yeah. You like, can take it to a TV repair shop. Those still do exist. Yeah. This guy had a TV repairman over in 1962. Yeah. I just like sort of the the kind of beginning of uh, porn that, that that kind of smacks of. <laughs> <laughs> you know? There's this guy bent over. I'm here to fix your TV. <laughs> yeah. Come on in. Oh, hi. I think you, you'll you do just fine. Do you, you just <laughs> Now, if you just bend over and check that TV, I might have it plugged into the wrong outlet. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. You're plugged into the wrong outlet. Perhaps you should check a different outlet. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I was... Waiting for it to get salacious, and it never did. I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it. Uh, I'm trying to like you know ride the line. Oh, okay. I'm riding. I, the- I figured you'd do something along the lines of, "Well, let me stick my one twenty and your two twenty. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Go. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. You've got a. You you've oh. got a twelve inch coax coming out of you. All right. <laughs> you asked for it. Oh damn. Hey, um, we don't have much in the way of like correspondence this no. week, but I did want to shout out. We got a couple things. Um, I wanted to shout out to Michelle for sending us a, a really fun little uh, article, but it came to us. It was about Conclave. Yeah. And about, you know, three hours after she sent it to us, yeah. uh, white smoke went up yeah. and we didn't have it. So we, we couldn't use it, but thank you. Thanks um, for sending it, though. Had it the, was... the Vatican not screwed up their timing Honestly, with us, honestly. Um, Michelle, you should totally write, used it. You mm. should write to the Vatican, Michelle, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, screw that up. 
And then there's some other stuff uh, that we'll be we're looking at later. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anywho, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pope, Pope Francis. We're gonna talk about the Pope. Yeah, sorry, folks. I mean, we're all inundated with Pope. It's all Pope all the time. I yeah. know that. Yeah, but at very least, we're we're gonna try not to be boring about it. Right. Well, I mean, the idea is, I mean, it is the big religion news story. Yeah, of, well, of, of of this moment. Well, and it's I mean, not just that. I mean, this guy presides over a church that has what one point two billion people in it. Yeah, it's he's the biggest religious leader on the earth, probably because he's well, he's the only religious yeah. leader over something that big that's centralized. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, so he's the most important religious leader right. on the planet. Right, and uh, and his and he's Latin American. Yeah, that's something. He's Argentine. Yeah. Argentine. Should we be concerned about that? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Are his papers in order? <laughs> Someone should check that. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. I'm sure. Where that... does he stand on Evita? You know, I mean, that's what I want to know. On Evita? Is that what yeah. you said? Does he like it? Does he Does he think it's a good musical? The show? Yeah. <laughs> I think he sings it in the shower, is what I think. <laughs> I think he's going to get up. He's going to be the first person to ever sing Don't Cry For Me, Argentina from St. Peter's Square. Well, he could at least do the little arm gesture. Right? He's, yeah, the, exactly. They're a little more higher up than that. Dan. No, that's touchdown. No, they're, they're doing touchdown. There's this. this is she, did. she didn't go out like to the side. Okay. She was forward. Right. She'd be like, don't cry for me, Argentina. Right? You know that they can't see you. Our listeners can't see what you're doing. I know they're demonstrating something that they can't witness. But I've, I, I'm correct. (laughs) He's, he's correcting me on my arm. (laughs) On my, I was holding my arms apparently out too far. Yeah. Like Jesus. Yeah. I was was hung on the cross, and he's, he's more of a touchdown thing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so this guy, what do we want to say about this guy? Well, here's the deal. Yeah. Pope Francis. Um, let's just run down sort of the usual suspects of like the, the, the issues that we would have with this man. First of all, his name, Jorge Mario Bergoglio. Uh huh. I, although frankly, one of the delights of him be having been, uh, chosen to be Pope is listening to BBC announcers try to say Jorge. Oh, really? I don't, Jorge, Jorge, just like really, I heard all getting it wrong. I heard like five or six different pronunciations of the word Jorge. Well, because there's a fine tradition in Britain of just pronouncing things however the fuck you want to. Oh, as you know, because we say Rome instead of Roma. Oh, right, right, right. In English, we just don't pronounce anything the way they're the the way the natives do. Right, we just change it. Right, but I think Jorge. Jorge, It seems pretty easy. Anyway, are they saying George? I, yeah, I think I heard Georges at one point okay, or something okay, like that. Okay. Anyway, All right. I'm going to call him Bergogs. I'm going to call him Mr. Bergoglio. Bergoglio. Yeah. Anyway, so go on with what you were saying. Well, okay. So obviously, here, here's the deal with him. He is a conservative Catholic pope. That's, that's who you're going to get as pope. You're going to get a conservative Catholic yeah. as pope. Is, I mean, the, is the pope like, conservative Catholic? Does, yep. Does a bear shit in the woods? Absolutely. Does, and so, like, so I was sitting there and I, I started thinking, like, I was watching the, the 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 CNN at work while it was about to happen, uh-huh. and uh, and they have just like that. Th- there was just that 
picture of the balcony, right? Mm. And I'm just like getting all worked up. I'm like, who's going to walk through this? <laughs> oh my god, it's so exciting, right? It is kind of it's, and, it's kind of like a, a what not to wear episode where they're you're waiting for the reveal. Yeah, it was very 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 <laughs> exciting. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, I just want it to be one of the Africans. I want it to be. I want it to be a black man, right? Oh, I knew. I. I <laughs> I would have bet so heavily against black. And I was just like, at a certain point, I was like, why? What is wrong with me? <laughs> like, why? First of all, like. Why would the, you care? The, why would I care? Why Why do I care? Right. Right. And what would a, an African pope even mean? These guys are more conservative than, yeah. than the rest of them half yeah. the time. Like, 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 I'm just like. Why would I want that? Why right. would I want? I mean, there are. Why am I rooting for? There are some really good guys in Af- some good African. Catholics. Right, but the ones that were like that were the contenders. Everybody was handicapping. Were, were, like, were yeah. like really, really like anti-gay and anti-abortion. Right, right. And so, like, so I was like, I am rooting for the absolute wrong person. Right. Yeah, yeah. Thing. I don't think there is probably a right person, but like, I am surely rooting for the wrong one <laughs> you've got some obama some leftover obama fever yeah, exactly that you're transferring onto the pope <laughs> and you know i mean uh, except, i was, I was hoping hillary would come out yeah except i mean the difference with with obama is i was appreciating sort of the historical moment right of it, rather than just wanting a black pope to to kind of screw with a lot of the just, to fuck with everybody yeah but it would just be something to talk about like i mean it, there, there be, was definitely i was more fascinated with the race with the pope uh-huh. than i was with anything else right and, I, and I'll, I'll i'll cop to that I'll, I'll admit that that's funny um but anyways um but I, and i definitely wanted it to be somebody who wasn't european i got that yeah yeah I, but, and I, I honestly when i was when i made my papal prediction on facebook mm-hmm. i guessed white and euro and yeah. so I and so I was uh I was not I was not right on on that one. I'm... I was figuring white but non-euro. Okay. I really was. I I really felt that this was that, that they had already sort of done the not Italian thing. Right. Right. And yeah, because there in been, a row. Yeah. Well, the last two. Yeah. And uh and so I was like, so I think they're ready to like try something a little different, but they're not going to like go radically different. See, they're that, not going to that... have a pope that yeah. looks too different. Right. 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 And so, so anyways, so anyways, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll have to wait or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so the point is he's still a conservative Catholic, um, no matter where he's from. And yeah. so that means he's bad on abortion and he's bad on gay rights. Not just bad on abortion and bad on gay rights, like actively fought in Argentina when they were, when they were making gay marriage legal, which they did in Argentina. That's true. Uh, he was was active in the fight against that. Yeah. So apparently, not only is he on the wrong side of the the issue, but he's not very effective. Oh. Ooh, yeah. damn, yeah. caddy. Well, excuse moi, but uh, the dude was he failed. Yeah. We need to get him being anti-gay here in the United States. <laughs> If that's the result, get up here. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but then, then of course, there's the other thing that we're hearing a lot, just tons. It's like the 
all the media seems to be able to fixate on is, oh, he picked the name Francis for, <laughs> right. you know, Francis of Assisi. And so he's going to be focusing on poverty. And we already see that in his story. Because, because he, he lived in a little shack. And, he lived simply and, mm. and lived amongst the poor and all that kind of crap. Right. Well, see, that brings up. That doesn't make me happy for him. That makes me nervous. Right. But we should explain that. We're not anti- right. we're not like oh, anti-helping no. out the poor. No, 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 no. We're very much for the poor. But the thing is that uh, okay, we got a thing coming up. Yeah. So we're work- we're not going to tip our hat too mu- our t- our hand too much uh here. Tip right. your tip your hat is a good thing. Tip right. your hand is a bad thing. Right. Uh we're not we're not going to we're not going to talk too much about this, but we know that there are some Catholics who venerate poverty as mm-hmm. as a as a good. Yeah. And that's fine if it's just about you. If you're a nun and you're just like, I have a vow of poverty and I will live in poverty, fine. Yeah, except you're buying into this weird narrative and you're being mm-hmm. manipulated into it. Sure. And, sure. And it and that belief by itself perpetuates this other thing. Which is that there's a, a sense that some people in religion have that it's good for everybody to suffer and be poor, that it's good for your soul. It gets you close to Jesus and mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and so when you have that feeling, right, you're not going to work hard to bring people out of poverty, right? You might feed them and clothe them sometimes, right? But you're not going to be making big efforts to get people away from the situation Education that you programs think and, that, that you yeah. think brings them closer to Jesus, right? You're going to do bad things to them, right? Yeah, you're going to keep them poor, keep them poor. You're going to give them, them just enough so they can keep keep them suffering. Continue their suffering. Yeah, sure, right. yeah. sure. Suffering's good for you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> and so that is, it, I I have a level of concern that I share with you that he will that his attitudes about poverty are are uh, sort of glorifying it. Mm, yeah. That, that poverty is this good state to be in. Right. Or at very least, not necessarily to be alleviated. Right. Yeah, there's a there there's a big difference between wanting to give to the poor, which mm-hmm. Jesus talked about. Right. So there's a but there's a big difference between charity for the poor mm-hmm. and actually working to bring people out of poverty mm-hmm. and into a, you know, happy tenable situation right well but this goes back to the i mean they are basing this in something else that jesus said you know the with the beatitudes right the blessed are the meek for they right. shall you know you isn't be, it the, the meek that inherit the earth well and it's easier for the, the, the camel to pass through the eye of the needle than right. for the, the rich man to get into heaven yeah exactly all of these things that's all well and good but still Get people the fuck out of poverty. <laughs> Don't be dumb. <laughs> uh, Call right. me a Marxist if you want, but uh, I, I kind of don't like poverty. Yeah. I kind of think it's a negative thing. Yeah. It's a bad thing for people to be in. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, Dan. And uh, yeah, so so we don't... We, I mean, the truth is, what the hell do we know about this guy? We don't know anything about don't, this guy. We don't know a lot yet, and uh, obviously there's a lot to... to, to Still he's, to be seen. He's better looking than that other pope. Yeah, he looks a lot like less like the emperor. Yeah, exactly. He, <laughs> right, he he looks he he looks like your grandpa rather than the mean neighbor down the street who like sits <laughs> on his porch with a shotgun and says, "Get off of my lawn." 
while wearing Prada shoes. While wearing Prada shoes, right. Although we don't know whether he's going to be wearing Prada shoes yet or not. Yeah. I mean, they'll be red. Traditionally, they're red, right? The Pope wears red shoes. Hell if white, I know. I'll, white, I didn't even... Coat. The Pope's... The concept of the Pope's shoes hadn't even occurred to me until Benedict was <laughs> like, I'm resigning. And then all anyone could talk about was shoes. Oh, my God. The red shoes. Now he's going to brown. Oh, my God. We got to color code everybody's feet. <laughs> the hell are we talking about? Yeah. The, the the media does like to fixate on what the Pope wears. I will say that. All dressed dressed entirely in white. I mean, how often do they talk about the fact that he's dressed in white? I mean, who the, who cares? It didn't even occur to me. To... Who cares what color he dresses in? But apparently that's really important. Apparently. Well, I mean, is the Pope... he's the only... The Pope is like a step away from Liberace. He's, yeah. oh, he's yeah. all... By the way, did you know that there's a new Liberace movie coming out? Really, starring oh, yeah, Michael Douglas uh-huh. and uh, and, I heard and, about this. and Matt Damon, uh-huh. the the as Liberace and his lover, somebody brought, respectively. So yeah, somebody uh-huh. brought an Us Weekly into the uh, in into the 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 it's green very, room at my show. Very, very exciting. Oh my goodness, it it looked hilarious. <laughs> the, just the just the cover photo was amazing. Amazing. Is it supposed to be funny? I don't think so. It's Soderbergh. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be true funny, but. I'm sure it'll have some funny moments. I'm just the concept is great. <laughs> anyway, back to the Pope. The Pope. Uh, the fact that a discussion about the Pope can just so easily segue to Liberace, right? Right, is amazing. Yeah, the Pope's like the gayest dressed man on the planet. <laughs> uh, there should be a there should there should be like there should be a show that's just gay men talking about what what priests are wearing just <laughs> there's not enough like you know, yeah but anyways um the most fabulous little hat he's got <laughs> so much better than what he was wearing the other day oh my god that red with the white stripe around this i mean how 80s can you be pope don't just stare at me participate <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> i don't know i don't <laughs> i don't know what they wear yeah i don't either um, but apparently they don't wear he, this francis our Burgogs, he's not going to wear the big fancy cross. Yeah, that's true. I heard was, about that. He was wearing a nice little simple cross. Well, what is interesting, though, is where is he going to go? Like, like because, again, the, 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 the Pope has all these trappings of extreme wealth. Right. Opulence, in fact. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is... The the, 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 the the papal residence is apparently just splendid. Trump would fit right in. Yes. Yeah. I mean it's what Trump has aspired to his entire life. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um but um so so what is somebody who has spent his life living with the poor and celebrating poverty? Yeah. What what, what does he end up doing besides just wearing a simple cross? Instead of a gold one. It will be fascinating to see how quickly all of that simplicity just melts away. Well, I mean, I wonder if the powers that be in the Vatican are going to, you know, be whispering constantly to him. No, you are now the Pope. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think they'll have to. I think it'll be eminently clear in 15 seconds flat. I mean, all one of the articles that I read was talking all about how his, his he was signaling how simple everything was going to be. And, he, mm-hmm. you know, he... He didn't ride back from the conclave to the to where he was going in the Pope mobile. He right. went on the bus with the rest of the priests right. and blah blah blah. And I think, you know, that's great for 
two days after, you know, for two days. Right. And then he's just going to be in the Pope mobile. They're going to insi- like Well, I mean, they're, the they're, Swiss, certain the things. Swiss clown dressed guys, the right. Swiss jesters are going to come and <laughs> and uh and and insist, "Nope, you got to get in the the Pope mobile. It's bulletproof. You got to do this, you got to do that." And, blah, and blah, blah. I get that. I mean, the Pope mobile looks more like I mean, it seems to be a protective device more than, like, living in the lap of luxury. Right, yeah. I mean, will he decide to live in, uh, you know, a simple apartment in the Vatican City rather than in the papal residence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, like it's those kind of things. Like, how far does he end up taking it? Um, Because, you know, that would be an amazing gesture if he actually did do that. Because he did do that mm. when he was, you know, became the head of the Catholic Church in Argentina. Right. He, because I guess there's some big, you know, palace or whatever that he could live in, in that role. And he chose not to. But he chose not to. And so how far does somebody like that take it? Yeah. And apparently, did you hear this thing? That he was doing very well in the conclave the last time. And he gave an emotional plea to the cardinals to not elect him. Really? This came out in some like tell-all journal what book. I, that what I heard that was out. that he got second place. Yeah, but he got second place because of this big emotional. Because he said plea. not me. Yeah. Huh. He said no, and it was like, I'm not saying this out of humility. Basically, like I do not want this. Please do not elect me to it. Huh. And now he's he's taken it up because he be, obviously became a front runner again. Yeah. So his fellow cardinals obviously very very much respect the man. Yeah, I guess so. Boy, do they ever. Or maybe they just they just know that they can vote for him safely and not have all sorts of contention happening, yeah, popping maybe. up all around him. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't know what it all means. It obviously there have been some interesting things with regards to um like the Jewish reaction. Oh, I didn't and, read about and that. And the Muslim reaction are both very 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 positive. Okay. Um the the and even there's been a I heard Ahmadinejad went and kissed his mother. <laughs> he flew to Argentina on his way home from Venezuela. <laughs> yeah, sure. Took a took quite the detour. Stopped in and uh, gave her a pat on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but yeah, apparently um there you go. Yeah. You know, I I mean, the whole thing is just it remains to be seen. We yeah. don't know. We don't know what this guy's going to do. It doesn't sound like there are going to be some any really major changes at play. No, the Catholic but, Church. Everybody, here's the big shocker: <laughs> the Catholic Church is going to continue being the Catholic Church. Yeah, that's I mean, the, the point here. Not many things. Not many big things change. Although, what I can say is that it, it kind of looks like, uh, you know, because Benedict was looking like he was. Going, he, I mean, he wanted a more severe church. He wanted to get mm. back to the old church. He wanted yeah. to be very conservative and very, like, extremely conservative. Right. Like, I don't, I don't see this guy. From what I've read, I don't see him going into Africa and saying, "Don't give away, con- don't give out condoms mm. to people where you know in a country where a quarter of the people have HIV." Mm. I don't mm-hmm. see this guy get, going that crazy, mm. which is what Benedict did. Right. Nor will you see this guy actually going and quoting 16th century or 16, it was a 1600s perhaps, <laughs> um, Pope who spoke poorly of of uh, Muslims. Right. He won't go around quoting those kind of people. Yeah, it seems... Causing it, it, like riots throughout the Middle East. But I mean, that that could just be a function of like 
you see the mistakes of your predecessor and you go, oh, yeah, I probably shouldn't create an international uproar. I think that was Benedict. I yeah. think Benedict was a bad fit. That's what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this guy will now be able, will now have the template of Benedict to avoid. Sure, but I but I'm also saying that like he probably doesn't even have to worry about going down Benedict's path. Oh, that's true. Because like because Benedict seriously like he he seemed truly to be a bad fit and it was a bad fit for him and that's probably why he resigned. Right. That and the gay thing. And the gays. That and, and the fact that he was being blackmailed by, black, the... by, by gay prostitutes <laughs> i'm sticking with that i don't care how true it is or not i mean there, it's been reported in several like decent news agencies but i don't know jack shit about it but that's just that's the fun story so i'm sticking with it i like it whether it's true or not <laughs> that's the story it's true whether it's true or not <laughs> it's in, true in my heart it's true the there some some gay Italian prostitutes are have, oh, those have poor things have done it with Benny. Oh, oh boy, they had better be well paid. Yeah, and he, Look, and now and what? I wonder if it, did did his resignation really take the wind out of their sails? Couldn't they still be blackmailing him? I don't know. Wow, they might. They they're rich. Those dudes are rich. <laughs> well, I mean, I, who knows? I don't know. Who does know? I, I don't even know the full mechanics of the whole gay, um, um, what was it, controversy thing. The gay prostitution yeah. ring. Yeah. <laughs> With the choir and everything. Yeah, that's choir the director. One. The choir director and some security guy, right? Shuttling boys in and out. <laughs> that's just awful. It's just horrible. I can't believe. It. I shouldn't be laughing. I'm sitting here just like giggling to myself. Why shouldn't you be laughing? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> the entire the entire choir looks like the thunder from down under. <laughs> and now the Vatican's Chippendale Choir presents. They can't, they can't carry a tune. <laughs> no, but boy, they look good. We're <laughs> obviously lip sync. <laughs> it's a boys' choir. Right, and they're yeah. all like, and they're all like. 36-year-old guys with giant muscles. That's a really funny image. Well, if anything actually occurs with this pope, if he mm -hmm. actually does anything, we will keep you up to date. Absolutely. But as uh, in, in, short of like an actual announcement that something's something important has happened, I think we can bury him. I think we can lay him to rest as a topic, can't we? Yes. Let, let's let's take this vow <laughs> right now that we will avoid a vow of papal silence. Papal silence <clears throat> for at least one episode. Okay. Next week. Next week there will be no pope. No pope. Nope. Nope. That, we got a no that, pope. That is a because what if something good happens? Can we break our vow? Yeah, we we can do whatever we want. It's not like we're religious about it's it. It's got to be. It's it would have we'll to be, only break it if, like, if he resigns or dies. Right. Which, by the way, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> <laughs> if, like, he gets elected and then kicks a bucket. Aww. And then He's in such good health, too. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. They're like, he's 76, but he's in, he's in good health. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just... 
we were joking around earlier that it wouldn't it be funny if Benedict outlived three or four other popes? Yeah. That would be great. That would be pretty wild. <laughs> He's just back there. He's like, find someone who will last. God damn it. <laughs> I'm getting bored with this. Oh, it'd be exciting. Poor guy. Anyway. Oh. Anyhow. Locked up in his cell. Poor Benedict. <laughs> All right. Well, Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist is how you can reach us. Reach us. To, to and try, and, us and to like try us to send us some, some Pope news that you think will break our vow. Mm, yeah, try to break our vow. Yeah, see, we'll see what you can do. Yeah. Uh, or you can, uh, you, can, uh, you can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Oh, quickly, before everybody gets bored and turns us off, uh, I, all of you Salt Lakers out there, I just want you to know that there's still a few more chances to see me. I didn't actually mention this before. Yeah, and you... I wasn't going to plug it, but then I thought, you know what, Salt plug Lakers. Plug it! I'm, I'm, in, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm an actor, you guys. And I'm, mm. I'm I'm in a production of Death of a Salesman. Yeah, here in Salt Lake at the a Grand. A very good production of it. Well, thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, I th- I think it actually is a really good production. Yeah. I, I'm not tooting my horn, but tooting the horns of those around me because they who, are amazing. Who are? Oh, oh, yeah. No, I, I think you all did a wonderful job. Yeah, Dan. I include yourself in that. It's a really good show. So come out and see it if you want to. Uh, it's playing at the Grand Theater. You can go to their website and, and yeah. find out more. And uh, and uh, also, you know, you can if you if you like what you're hearing on this show, mm-hmm. you can you can you can give us money. <laughs> oh, I wanted to shout out to uh, to Maureen, who's our new a new our newest subscriber. Oh, yay! Thank you, Maureen. Thank you. And uh, and and everyone else, the way you can do that is to go on to to www.thankgodimatheist.com and click on support. Absolutely. And, of course, we uh, would like to thank the Red Rock Hot Club for uh, supplying us with some music. Oh, and you can go see them tonight. If, well, it's Friday. Too yeah, late. Yeah. You could have gone and saw, seen them <laughs> if we had announced this early enough. <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.